Welcome to This Is Not A Green Room, episode 34. Oh my god, we made it. We made it. We've actually now made enough episodes that we are no longer weirdly, like, I have to double number these, because remember, we had to throw out like six episodes in the beginning because the mics didn't work, or they weren't in the right places, or all this stuff. We are now actually on... Like, the, we caught up to ourselves. Oh. Yeah, Nobody, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. Anyway, if you, if you made it through that and you're going to enjoy the rest of the episode, it's way, but way more interesting. Uh, there's going to be comics hopping on, hopping off, as usual. We'll be talking about all kinds of bullshit, some real deep stuff, and some real not at all deep, very superficial things. <laughs> uh, kicking us off, we've got Mike Cannon. Yay. Evan Williams. Hey, you. Turner Sparks. Hey, what's up? Uh, hey, Rachel. Hi. Brendan Saglow Hi. and Mark Gerber. Hello. 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 I expected like an echo to come back. <laughs> we'll get used to that voice because our first question is for you, Rachel. Here we go. Oh, well, we know, as Amy has told us in the beginning, mm-hmm. that you are a psychologist. Yay. But no, I we am. found a child psychologist, which. It's you- really creepy, right? <laughs> now that you've said creepy, I it's do creepy. have a PhD in psychology, but it's more like you know who's that uh, that annoying celebrity who like does all this bullshit, goes to get his PhD, is in movies. You know, I'm like a poor man's version of that. And you, you can you psychoanalyze yeah. why your bicep yeah, is a like, complete bare spot of hair on your arm? Because that is <laughs> nothing to do I've with waxing or shaving, Michael. If that's what you call it. Your body looks like an orangutan that just entered civilization. <laughs> <laughs> it like put I on am. clothes we for the first time. You ever hear of evolution? We are orangutans that just entered civilization. In a, I don't know. I think he's you got good this shaped pretty, arms. You know, though. I could get tattoos here and here. That's <laughs> yeah. the only spaces on my body that I could do it. I get, I'll, and I'll be candid. I get my back. Waxed. No shit. Really? Can I see it? My testicles with a straight blade. That's great. Oh, Can I see your back? Is that I, would, I would ask to see your back too. I can't pull company. it up myself. Let me see. You got to pull up the yeah. shirt. You got at least. Oh wow! Like three wow. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. What a beautiful, yeah. what a beautiful yeah. landing spot it's for a collection <laughs> in that back, dude. Man, you could yeah, you could splash you. all over that back. Thank you. You, you get somebody you to see do that it. Spinal cord. Did you get it? Do it again. Somebody like shaved a dick into it. Thank you. Uh, but, you should get but, but this is natural. This is yeah, natural. Yeah, no, I'm that's proud the, of those spaces. I got to tell you, and I bet when they started getting a little bald is when you started getting in getting shape. Bald? They never had hair. They didn't. I didn't no, like, that's didn't from like, that's I'm from straight friction, arms, bro. Man, it's rough. Don't you have that stuff? Do you, you have like up sugar. here? What? You should try sugar. I am pretty uh, sugar. Oh, you're sugar a hairless guy. Sugaring? Yeah. What is that? Blonde hair. Some alternative therapy. Oh, better than wax. Soft. Better than wax. It only attaches to the hair and not the skin, and it's way less. No, it's like fifty bucks. I go to the Korean next door to me, thirty-five bucks, and she gives me a five-minute massage after. Like, oh, that's awesome. can I ask a? Uh, oh. That's how long it takes, yeah. Huh? If you know what I mean. <laughs> I have a legit question. Yeah. Is what's the number one? Do they just say like, "Hey, why is my kid annoying?" And then they come into your. I'm a school psychologist, technically. Yeah, they let me in school. Buildings. Did you ever? <laughs> did you ever meet a kid who like snapped a squirrel's neck or something? Oh shit! Good question. I mean, I have met kids that have gone on to murder actual people. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Under your tutelage. Yeah. You met. Yeah. <laughs> I got to them all right. Wow. OJ is a child. They, they tried to impose yeah. clear yeah. backpacks every, every at your school. <laughs> every are. single they go into their rooms and every single like room has in blood Mr. Gerber, Mr. Gerber, like laces out. Did you ever write on his desk? Kill class. Whoa. Yeah. Class. All you Kill gotta do in class. those situations is cover yourself. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you do is <laughs> so what you do is you let everyone know. You let his mom know. You get him go to send him to the psyche R. Sure, he gets cleared. 
and then you know you're all good. And then yeah. he kills somebody. <laughs> and that boy grew up he to be Dylan clear- Stormroof. <laughs> no, 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 no. This kid was black. So, oh. so are you? Able I mean, to- he definitely wasn't uh, white supremacist. Yeah, yeah. Are uh, you able- but he, but he did not. He grew up actually to be okay. He actually got his shit together. Oh, good. He ended up. Yeah, it was just unlike the rest help. of those. But no, I mean, oh, but, that was Brendan Sackler. I actually have Whatever. worked with a few kids who went on, you know, to do really awful shit. But that's just the numbers game, man. I've been doing this 11 years. No, fair enough, but let's hear some of the awful shit. I was doing 11 years till this podcast gets out. (laughs) So funny. Eventually, someone you talk to is going to murder somebody. Rachel's ex-boyfriends listen. (laughs) Can we just let this die? No, let's dig in. Let's go. This is Rachel's way of reaching out to her ex-boyfriends. This is is Rachel's digital message in a bottle. Are you a- people are dropping like flies. Mark, are you able to spot kids and be like, okay, I know he's going to grow up and do stand-up one day? Oh, I'll walk around like the park on a Sunday be like, autistic, ADHD, out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I, I taught uh, elementary school for like a year. And there's always, is this true? There's always like you three You kind of look kids. like an elementary school teacher a little yeah. bit. Oh, I thought you were going to say an elementary schooler. Most people say like, both. So there was always like one or two kids who were geniuses, one or two kids who were going to be murderers, and then everyone else in the middle. Is that it's how it is? It's the bell curve. Exactly. Is that it's really the bell how it curve. I mean, you know, generally, I mean, not one or two murderers, probably a lower incidence than <laughs> in murderers. Class, but, but yeah, like the, there's there's the kids that are the really high, the kids that are low, and at most people are just average. The average kid is, well, that kind of is a tautology, right? But the average yeah. person, the Average kid is just average. Yeah, that yeah. makes a, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Yeah, can we hear about some of the? What did I say to you before? I, left <laughs> I, the I already forgot. I said, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I, I think I said uh, not everything happens for a reason. It was even more Trey. Uh, it was something like yeah, that. We'll yeah. What out. um? So what are some of the gruesome acts that these kids have perpetrated? Well, I mean, no, I've just worked with kids who've become like active gang members. I work uh, in Harlem. Okay. Oh, so, right. oh you're yeah. In so yeah. not mass killers. No, just no, like nothing, kill nothing person. pathological. Just, just like, yeah. Just like, just like promotion, <laughs> basically promotion from yeah, you know, yeah. special ed to Rikers to, or actually, no, first you do something. Yeah, it's like the prison pipeline kind of thing. You know, these Yikes. public school system. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna get all serious now. No, no. I'm no. just, I'm interested to so see how that works. That's, why public? Why not work at like privately? There's way more benefits in public school. I get my summers off. No, no, I mean, I really want to help the public school kids. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, that is the truth. And it does feel like more important work. Well, you are a full-on rapist. I mean, philanthropist. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) that's a fun dad joke. (laughs) That's from something. I think. No, I'm the rapist. I mean, a therapist. (laughs) There you go. Um, I. uh, I, I honestly like I have worked in I work in a talented and gifted school now I have worked in some like really really like high achieving schools with like you know in wealthy areas and it, it has its own set of cha-ching cha-ching it has its own set of issues in those schools I'm telling you because the parents are like helicopter parents it's rough mm. yeah yeah and then you don't get the fulfilling feeling of like helping people that actually need help those people are going to get their help anyway <laughs> so you're well, talking about like the so, rosebud children of the world. <laughs> Nobody put anything in my coffee while I was gone, right? No. Oh no, that's not why I was. <laughs> Wait, all right. Amy oh, was like, "Is that your coffee?" And I was like, "Who fucking roofied here? me?" Yeah, I literally just because I sat on the stool that you were using as a table, I kindly moved your coffee that I felt was not empty yet and made sure no one threw it away. I calculated because you were the one not in the room that it must be your coffee and now you think we've poisoned you. <laughs> I had a very unstable childhood. Can we, can we talk about... Th- we talk about this rabbit incident. Now we got you and Mark. Oh, in the same I thought room. that Cannon would have ruined the story no, already. No, no, no. We were you were waiting. Oh yeah. yeah we have a, we have a happened. coexisting story. 
Yeah. I'm well, no, I mean, it's it's about you being a child psychologist. Well, oh. he's a child psychologist, not a grown up one. So we'll see okay, where this so goes. Okay, so then definitely you can help. Oh, but yeah. Well, <laughs> Ro- a good child. Rosebud's development was arrested at a child age, so it is actually perfect. <laughs> so we'll have to have uh, Sagalo send me the the actual picture so we can put it up with this episode of the podcast. Have I seen the picture? No. no. Do we want to? It's, it's literally a picture a of a rabbit with a white and black face yeah. that couldn't possibly pass for any other living, breathing organism a than a rabbit. Anyways, was... he showed me this picture and I went, is that a dead clown? Because <laughs> the first thing I saw was a clown dead in an alley. What kind of sad carnivals did you go to as a kid <laughs> if clown you? makeup was black and white? Can I just show you how the clown was laying and then you can see the picture? Show him the picture, and then this is what I saw as the oh, clown. The bunny thing? You were at a child yeah. psychologist when this happened? No, I was here. Oh, here. I wanted you to weigh in on what is... Okay. okay, so Brendan shows me the picture. Okay, this I'm going to lie down on this disgusting AIDS-infested oh, rug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What did she think it was? I, I saw the clown she, like this. She thought it was a you dead were lying clown. There? Oh, I mean, no, no, you mean you I saw I guess I could that. see that a little bit. I saw the clown lying like this. All right, there is Out something called cute, the adorable at perception test, bunny. which is a test where you look at a picture of an actual thing and you make your interpretation, and then the psychologist will analyze your interpretation. So that's a pretty, it's a pretty, well, what'd you say it was? A killer clown? A dead clown. A dead clown, <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty, that is a pretty. She just adds a personality to it. It's a interpretation, it is. A dead, a dead clown. female clown. Yeah, I mean, you've already analyzed the just fact that, that you're a A dead, blonde, and, you know. dating a black guy, female clown. I'm a dead clown in an alley is what you're saying. So is this about my career? <laughs> I mean, Why do you gotta bring race into it? I don't Jesus. know enough about your career to say. But, uh, I feel like that, that answers that fucking question. I feel like the only it. reason that people think Rosebud is mentally stable is because her clothes fit. Like that's it. Like if, if she just wore a slightly hey, baggier about- jean jacket, everybody would know who no, she is and what me, she's about. For, for me, it's the yeah. hair. That looks like an expensive haircut. It is expensive. That looks very, like an expensive. I know an expensive haircut expensive. when I see one. You that wasn't done somewhere, Shinsky. No. Yeah, your, no. your personality. If you, a, if you can afford a decent haircut, then you can afford a decent rehab. Yeah. You can afford a decent. This is the perception. I'm not saying that's true. Although I get my haircut at a place where they have like dead animals on the walls. Oh shit! Look at the connection there. Whoa, we just figured it out. Like oh stuffed, like bad. By what the way, that called? was a terrible bad taxidermy. By the way, that was a terrible picture of a bunny, Brendan. It was it dark. Wasn't a it terrible was picture of a bunny. I wouldn't sh- say this it was, was my a... bunny to someone in a bar. I don't know what to tell you then, man. Rosebud's haircut for the for the listening public. Rosebud's haircut looks like the looks like the band member in Almost Famous that comes out of the closet as their plane is crashing. I'm gay. I'm gay. Exactly like it. Dude, I posted something about that last week. That yeah, guy? I was like, every time I look in the mirror, I feel like I look like I would play a mean sitar. <laughs> <laughs> like, something's got to change. I don't yeah. know. There's something about... It's like... But it's a nice version of that, meaning you look like the band is already successful. You don't look like some shit band just starting right now. Yeah, yeah, you look yeah. like you've been in a band that's been successful for four but years. But, like, I could be in, like, a medieval... like. Like a medieval <laughs> punk band kind a, of a thing. I was medieval. excited for where I thought that was going to no, go. pretty That's... current. Your haircut's pretty current. Not if you, I mean, the face shape, something's got to change. Maybe I'll just go full I think it's more the personality head. that needs to change. That would be cool. <laughs> just shave my head. I mean, it would show off some of the other work Don't you do have that. done to your face. Yes. Shaved head. My it would look cute. like your forehead oh, just went into your head. I forgot to talk about Botox. Well, you can hear now. You have a microphone in your hand. 
you want to talk about this? I got some this morning. I got to touch up. Wow. I, there's nothing that feels better. Got a little it skin, might as well skin, be heroin. Sandblast. Where do they shoot it wow. into? Wow. Face heroin? My fucking forehead. Oh, just the forehead. But why? You have bangs. What do you need Rose Botox just gets for? only Botox in her vagina. Yeah. <laughs> I have a sweaty vagina. It's like Satan has Wait, a you only get Botox lip. in your forehead? Um, yeah. But well, you, you have bangs, bangs over your like, forehead what's the point? already. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I know. But here's the thing. Uh... <laughs> I can see, I don't, I just want, I just don't, I don't know. I just don't want it. Yeah. No, I get it because shutters on the front of your house don't hide the siding. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Exactly. What a poetic way to put it. <laughs> what a poetic way to put it. I wonder if there's any men in comedy getting Botox or just in general. Tons. Yeah, they are. Famous Los Angeles or Chris just Rock or New York Chris Rock has definitely too. gotten oh, yeah, some they, fucking really? famous whatever. Cheek, yeah, cheek fillers, don't you think? Yeah, and his special, lately, so he looked know. like he was Those wearing the Grinch prosthetics. <laughs> Jesus Christ. His cheeks are like standing at attention. Yeah. Would any of you get it done if you needed it? Mm. I, I think so I would look so good for my age. I'm 41. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably will when I'm older. I can't see the, the uh, Benefit? environment for when that would be useful for me. Like, I, I just can't see somebody be like, ah, oh, we would hire you, but you have your crow's feet. You're funny, but maybe if they wanted to hire you, well, like they're not going to. I would crazy dye my like hair. That. They're not like, going to you know, yeah, I would you do something play, like that. You could play 18. Well, that's why I do I don't it. Think so. that's, yeah, why yeah. I, that's why I do it because you get to a certain age in this industry, and they're like, "Oh, she's not." Yeah, and when Rosebud yeah, reached 52, now, now, <laughs> she when I turned 63, 63. Rosebud, you look super young. No, I just like. Yeah, you look pretty good for like a 64 year old. Ha! <laughs> 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 it really is a real. I probably do it. What? Maybe. What? What fat, joke, fat joke, fat joke, fat joke. Here we go. It feels like you're putting ankle weights in your forehead. It's like you're like your eyebrows are doing are lifting. Ew. You know what I mean? That's good. Yeah. It's, it's like, like you're in the on deck circle getting ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have a donut on your back. Right. Just just for when the real opportunity comes to raise your eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what my fucking you know what my derm said? She was like, Well, you know, all you need is the suggestion of movement. <laughs> I was like, tell that That's to a good. paraplegic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem to yeah. affect your facial expressions. You got all kinds. No, she's really good. <laughs> You got all kinds of facial really expressions. So well. I told her I was like, I don't, I don't want to be frozen. from furious to semi-furious. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, just give me the mid-range. I need to be. I don't want to be frozen. I just want you know, just yeah. enough to make it look like a linoleum floor. Okay. <laughs> something, Jeez. something that teens could break dance on top exactly. of. Exactly. Yeah. You look so young though. You really don't need it. I mean, yeah, I, I look young because I have Botox. Is it expensive? How long have you been doing it? A uh, year. What? Is it expensive? Yeah, it's expensive as fuck. It is. Yeah. Let's I mean, hear how, how much deal, per treatment. I'm not going to group on my face. Yeah, because I know yeah. a guy. He's like our age. Well, my I'm a lot older than everybody, but he's he's like <laughs> thir late thirties. Just did finish medical school. All he does is go around to people's apartments and shoot them with Botox all day, so and makes a fucking killing just I, doing in their that. Apartment, he just goes around. Yeah, he goes yeah. to their he goes it's to like their place on the upper east side. Yeah, I mean, no, it's all through. They like they pay. But they have like he just goes around with a friggin' injection. Do they still have those doctors like during the World War Two times, Doctor Feelgood, if who would come around and shoot rich. like a super vitamin B uh, B twelve slash methamphetamine shot in your ass? Who do you think killed Michael Jackson and uh, what's his name? Prince. Well, right? that was propofol. propofol that's that's yeah. a sleeping thing. But, but you, for you yeah, I would like your, the wakey wakey eggs and bakey shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm sure you can. <laughs> yeah, like that Pulp Fiction shot she gets right into the chest, the adrenaline. Oh, I would just fucking headbutt my cat every morning if I could do that every. Morning, 
Oh, that's great. Yeah, I feel like I'm a, like I'm I'm an athlete it's on steroids. It's a drug steroids. that actually gives you a feeling. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Like you actually get high from it? Well, I'm a drug addict, so I get high from whatever I can. <laughs> yeah. no, I didn't even know that like anything went well, into your blood system Rose, outside of the area. No, no. Self-esteem no. is such a foreign oh, thing yeah. for Rosebud oh, that it feels as though she's injected a drug. I don't even know if it's self-esteem. All I know is that I feel something. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, there's sensation where there was numbness. <laughs> it's weird that sensation is numbness. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Give me some numbness. <laughs> Freaky. Just whatever I'm feeling, I want the opposite. Yeah, numbness is the best. That's you know? the only reason to take a drug these days is to just be numbed out. I agree. But I've never really been into like I don't know. I guess whatever. This guy works with kids. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. So wait, I know you don't want to talk specifically about your job, but I've thought I've, about I've that. I've already lost my job well, based on the first ten say. minutes of this How podcast. How do you still have this job where you work with children, but also you do comedy? Because he didn't. Because he didn't put out a video called Labia Game. Nobody <laughs> sees my show. Do none of your coworkers know what you do on the side? They Ooh, came. Joke. My entire joke. my entire schools came to see me at Headline Carolines. Every single person I work with came to one show. It was so fucked up. Do you it was talk a nightmare about them when you do stand up? Ever? Right. No, I don't. Talk anyway, about I'll be doing that May eighth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be doing Go this nightmarish experience. Go see him, May eighth with Rosebud and Mike Cannon. That's yeah. right. Uh, and my colleagues, right. if you're listening to this and you want to fire me based on the podcast, still go check out Brendan's. Uh, so we're just still wow. waiting on I'll, our I'll psychoanalogy. Take, cross. <laughs> make a martyr of himself. Yeah. We're waiting on our psychoanalogy at any point when you're ready. Psychoanalogy? So I have to make an analogy to psychoanalogy? <laughs> what, what if he just went, okay, you're gay, you're gay, you're gay, you're gay, peace, and just left? All right. That would probably mean that I'm gay if I did that. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's gay. But, but, can you tell me about the rabbit and the clown, though? What is the deal? I, I mean, you know, it's just... If a, a kid saw that, what would you say to their parents? I mean, that's a really... These kids are retard. I'd be, I'd be like, why are you letting your kid look at Brendan Sagalow's phone, first of all? What was your kid doing with Brendan Sagalow? For sure. <laughs> Those would be my first questions. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Oh. Ew, that's disgusting. What did he show you? He's his just tongue. Like, his tongue. It's really disgusting. Oh, shit. <laughs> his tongue. Oh. His tongue got that. Oh. Whoa. Ew. Whoa. I'm doing Brendan, it for the picture. Brendan really does look like he sells weed to middle schoolers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 45 bucks for a 20 gram or whatever. Oh my god, that was a brutal <laughs> sentence. Well, well, thank you for coming <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's your the whole identity is weed. Yeah, dog. I had a I had some guy come out to see me when I was like 2 years into comedy. Like it, he was doing a favor for someone and uh he was he was like, "You should talk more about weed." He's like, "Look at you, you're the weed guy. You, you like smoking weed and eating weed." I was like 2 years into comedy, so I wasn't I didn't even tell him to go fuck himself. I was like, "Okay, I got to write about weed." Advice. Yeah. When I was two years oh, into comedy, I was at Broadway Comedy Club doing the door or something like that or answering phones and Steve Marshall, he will not behave, was uh, was performing one of the older comics and I was just standing with him talking to him and like holding my book bag straps ready to go and he goes, oh, that's it. And I go, what? And he's like, that's your thing. The book bag guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, he 
told you. Yeah. You are the Kanye West. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and he told me to basically walk out two thumbs in the book bag oh, yes. on stage and then just kind of drop it and not bring it up for the rest of the yeah, set. And I was like, killer idea, Steve. So told, you go I up remember... with your backpack. Your thing is, what am I do? You say that after every punchline. <laughs> <laughs> you say, I have a pressure cooker bomb in that bag unless you guys laugh. <laughs> so unless you want to turn this into the finish line of the Boston Marathon, chuckle up, fuck faces. <laughs> I have a, I have I a question. I was told that I had to smile. Like that Somebody was like, if you don't smile, you lose all the energy in the room. So for literally a year and a half, That's I was weird. manic on stage. <laughs> just being like, saying these fucking dark jokes with oh, like a gigantic no. smile, like a psychopath. You definitely looked like a child of the corn. Yeah. 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 Just bleached blue eyes, vacantly <laughs> staring with zero blinks because your eyebrows won't lower. Yeah, I was like, I haven't drank in two years. How many yeah, years in like, are each of you? I'm nine and change. I'm four. Seven. Do you love it as much as when you first started? I love, I love it, it way more. More. Yeah. more? Yeah, yeah, more. I uh, the 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 general act of stand up comedy is it gets way better as you get better. Of course, it's more fun. You're more in control. You kind of have a different sense of how to accomplish it. But the more you then dive into the business, you want to kill yourself. Mm. Yeah, but at the same time, I also like I love it now for different reasons than when I started. Like I, it's like oh, my yeah. family. You know Aww. what I mean? Like it's like a, it's my family, right? And I all yeah, I also you, had you some really gross intentions when I first started of like you what know things intentions? that I to be famous or whatever. Like that's I mean, I always want, no no, I always wanted to be a great comic, but that's what I thought was important when I was twenty three years old. I thought you know I'm going to be famous, I'm going to be this, and I'm going to take over New York. And it's like delusions when you have no ground to stand on because you don't even know what the business is or what doing stand up is. And you got the brain of a twenty three year old. <clears throat> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which was on cocaine at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel though like um, I'm really getting vulnerable for a second? I'm excited. I hope, be okay? I hope you cry, but it's not a tear. It's leftover Botox that hardens on your cheek. It's green. <laughs> it's like just botulism. You're so be emotional. Your eye is leaking. <laughs> it's not. I'm not gonna say you're crying, but, yeah, but something's you're... leaking from your eye. Um, <laughs> No, if I honestly... Okay, so... Shit, now I forget what I was going to no. say. You said you were going to get vulnerable. I said second. something embarrassing about how I thought I was going to be famous to start. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. What it is. So when before you started comedy, did you just have a sense... No, you have like friends outside of comedy that you uh -huh. kept. But I had this sense walking around in the, like, the world. I was like... I don't belong on the planet. Like, I was like, oh, I no, don't that's... belong here. And yeah. then started comedy, and it was like everything from like my childhood sleep patterns to like how I relate to people started to make sense. Yeah. When I met other comics, and like the deeper I got into comedy, the more I was like, oh, this entire lifestyle. It was like I was priming myself for it since I was a toddler. <laughs> I just funny. feel, yeah, I agree. I just don't think I met a lot of cool comics. Uh, yeah, exactly. Start, I was like say, starting. I'm the exact opposite where I have no life in comedy like that. Right. And I always see a lot of comics in the city do, but I have like a few comedian friends. Yeah, yeah. And that's really it. But I definitely I have that, that, but I feel like, be, I mean, the way I approached comedy also was like hide myself at one club for fucking two and a half years and then yeah. eventually get banned from that club for wanting to work elsewhere. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah. but most of of it was I I was I found two or three friends at Tops and we wrote hung out had a good time but everybody else that I was hanging out with and it was mostly the environment I was like I don't know if I 
am I a comic? Because these are the mutants that are walking around. Like this is the this is the fucking bar from Star Wars, <laughs> and you know now I'm living in this world. But then once you kind of expand beyond your comfort zone and start performing in other places, then that's when I started like picking up different friends yeah. all over the place. Where I was like, oh, I can kind of like choose who I hang out with as opposed to you know being forced. Yeah, it happens yeah. over over a long period of time, but yeah. it's like. Does it never become monotonous? No, sure, of course it does. Sure, yeah. it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, yeah, I mean, insular it becomes insular. That's... My days are like the same every right. day. It's so like... is everybody. So, like, that's I, mean, yeah. I. I try to. I try to frame it the best way I possibly can because even if it's not going well, I'm still not doing something I hate. Yeah. So at the very least, it's not going. I'm failing at something that I love. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which is which is kind of a, an acceptable thing. Yeah. But like, it can get super monotonous, especially if you don't find yourself in a creative place for a sustained amount of time. Mm-hmm. That's brutal when that you haven't written brutal. anything bad or anything, even anything. You haven't written anything to even take on stage to try, and it's just like this thing where you're you're doing your set, and you might even be doing well but you hate yourself throughout that's That's, yeah Yeah. it fucking sucks you're not even performing you're watching yourself perform from about eight inches behind your own head calling yourself a piece of shit as you're doing well in front of strangers i do the same it's the same thing but i'll be watching the audience watching me and hating the audience for laughing yeah Yeah. or agreeing why they're not Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i've never heard that perspective I've just been like, you guys are fucking idiots. But did you, did like, you if I'm have... sick of my act, I hate them. And then you yeah. can have a suicide joke where you you murder a joke by a joke that was good because you give it you uh, you perform it so poorly. That's the majority of my you act. Kill your old joke. It really is. I I like I the first. I'm like it's not working anymore. I wonder why. Because I'm going up there and just fucking reading yeah. it like yeah. it's off a. I'll I'll know a joke is gonna work by its first week where if it has like you know even 65% of the way there and the idea is okay then it gets like really good by about like you know three weeks to even a month or something like that and then my shit tends to fucking die on the vine when I get it locked and low so when I find out that a joke is good and it works and it's like a go to weapon then it all falls apart right because then I start like (laughs) leaning on it too hard yeah yeah and people know you're it's like it's a completely different delivery your confidence in it might is it might be too much yeah, yeah, like, yeah you know yeah. you're just you're selling you're, you're yourself it and, like it's a joke rather than saying it like it's an experience yeah. or something. and it's unattractive yeah. to yeah. people to see somebody yeah. like want to see what uh, i get <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. And, and, and you can't and it's, it's funny it's very hard to hide that yeah that yeah, just yeah. fucking manifests when you're you gotta just stop doing it for a yeah. while but you it seems stop, like yeah. for you at least for I'm, a while I'm, yeah you can bring come back you can bring it back i'm around yeah. you probably more than a lot of the comics but you seem like you write all the time so it's like a long period of time that is where you would consider not having new material? Um, like a week. I, I get. I mean, like anything to say. So not new. I don't want to come off like I write new every day and it's killer all the time. I, I don't like. You know, I, I go through. I'm like. Sometimes my thing is like I'm an unkinked hose, so I won't have an idea for like two or three weeks, and I'll be like, I'm never gonna write anything funny again. I fucking suck. And then out of nowhere, I'll have. 25 new minutes of ideas that I can't possibly work out in the same set or you know so it's all this like jumbled almost overflow of something and then the bit yeah, yeah the bits that initially start working it's like oh that's great and then you think of another one and that works better than those bits so you kick one of those out and you forget about it for eight months and then you find it in a notebook this is called and bipolar it's like, disorder by the way yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah no but it's, it is like that it's yeah. like cycles yeah I definitely, I don't like, right, I'll, I'll lean on a, 
I'll lean on like old bits for too long. Like I'll just like be like, well, my set's working, so blah blah blah, and then I won't work on anything, and I'll be like, oh shit, like nobody's seen me do anything new. It's always self consciousness. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I'll just be like, Based nobody's on seen nothing. me do anything yeah. new. Yeah. Everyone thinks I'm terrible. It's all paranoia. And then I'll just like sit down and write like a shitload because I've just left my ideas unattended for so long that yeah. it's. Yeah. See, I always think that's so funny. That's like a funny self-conscious thing that comics do because I'll have people apologize to me because they'll be like, I haven't written anything new since when you saw me a week ago. And I'm like, I didn't expect you to have <laughs> yeah, anything yeah, new yeah. written. Yeah. Also, guess what? Still like all those jokes you told last right. week that I liked last week. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I'm, I'm such a killer. Per- I'm very good at... Uh, I'm at- such a killer. <laughs> I, know. I don't know what word I was going to use <laughs> after that, but it was negative. Nicely. It was supposed to be negative, And then I just stopped after killer. But um, I'm, I'm a person that uh, I'm self sabotaging a little bit so even if I have an important yeah. set that uh, that it is an audition or something like that oh, yeah, I will totally I, I mean ah. I, yeah the, I won't do yeah, the yeah. tried and true A I, 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 because I yeah. fear that people have heard it and I'm sick of it and they might not do it and then I'll do this new bit that has been working 70% of the time that I feel good about and then I'm not prepared for when it doesn't do perfectly on how to react with that oh the, yeah I have this thing where I'm like where if like I'm, I have to audition for somebody, I'm like, what the fuck do they know? Blah, blah, blah. And then when I bomb, I'm like, I'm such a fucking idiot. Why don't I just do the try and true? <laughs> yeah. So dumb. I always do just the A stuff if I'm, I'm way too careful. If for I, an audition. I there's like a, if it's an no. audition, I'm like, but I, there are times I don't want to f- fuck around. There are also times that I feel like I don't have any A. So like if, if the new, if the old stuff like uh, that is in my catalog and it obviously works and it's uh, but then like there are times where I don't do it for a while and then I don't think that I have any A bits to fall back on so whatever I've written recently is my only material yeah, I have like yeah. some weird fucking th- thing in my brain that I have to eventually beat that uh, tells me you know all that bullshit yeah yeah the new stuff is the better stuff it's more yeah. exciting you're yeah. gonna be more stoked to tell it yep. I get that too like, well, and yeah. I'm I do think that every new bit I'm writing now is hopefully better than everything that I've yeah, ever it written. Yeah, should be ideally, right? So yeah, so that's the that's the trick of your brain where right. you're like, well, I'm better now than yeah. I was a year ago, so you, why wouldn't it be are. better? You probably are. But I, mean, I think it's an interesting like I, I remember think there's an upward trajectory no matter what. Yeah. Not that all your new stuff's going to be better than all your old stuff, right. my but new your new stuff set is going to be better than differ. your old set. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, look, my new true. stuff is garbage. <laughs> Do you use I, any of the older stuff that like when you first started or is that completely gone out of the Um I have, I mean, my my closing bit on my album that I still do on the road, and even sometimes if it's like a killer show on the weekend, that's my oldest joke. Where I mean, it's like five years old. So that hmm. everything from my first four years, I've never touched on again because it's it's unusable and frankly embarrassing that a person thought of it. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think. I mean, definitely two years and probably four or five years. It's just not good. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's as good as you could do at that time, but you shouldn't My be doing best it. Joe. You know, she's this is now she's only been doing comedy four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> My the best is yet to come, Rosebud. No, the best <laughs> is yet yeah, to come. Go. She's good. I also, she's didn't, I also didn't start comedy when I was 23. I started comedy when yeah. I was like 29. So, 62. 28. I was 28. So you had, yeah, actually, you're right. You have a different perspective on life at that point. You could, yeah, I'd been like hit in the face. You know what I mean? I like had, I had some fucking experience. What were you doing before comedy? I was an actor. Drugs. Oh. Drugs. Oh, and that <laughs> actually helps. Acting no, helps, drugs. too. Acting yeah. it gives you an, an advantage. Yeah. Coming in as an actress. Well, not. I was comfortable on stage, but yeah. I've always, and since then, been self-conscious about my writing. 
which has ma- has led me to be way more like I work harder on my writing than I do on my performance because the por- performance comes Cause, naturally because the performance comes more naturally I'm j- I've always been relaxed on stage I'm learning more now that I can like I can do because I put so much time and effort into my writing I'm like I think I can focus more equally on both you know like now I can practice and see what I if I can use more of myself you know yeah. But, but that's also an insecure thing where you you hear that New York comics, their jokes are so good and everything is so tight that you can deliver it on your heels without selling it. So you feel like almost like a schlocky piece of shit on stage selling your goods. That's no. how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. I was going to say kind of the opposite side of that of like, that's good, though, that that's what you were so focused on and probably why for how relatively little time you're doing it, you are so advanced because this is the cult of the writer. Like New York, care other comics care about writing more than performing. It, right. Like I know why you feel that way, obviously. Yeah. The, com- the, the, the complete <laughs> non-selling <laughs> thing I find very obnoxious too. The, the people oh, who yeah. feel no need to sell their yeah, shit at all. Course, like yeah. come on. Even if I'm at dinner party with you and you're telling me something that's funny or a joke, oh, I'm, I'm not even saying, tell me a good story. I'm not being reasonable whatsoever no, no. because it, it is a performance. Person. It is it is yeah. both the yeah. jokes and you up there. And that's what happens to your old good jokes that start to fail. It's because right. you don't perform them anymore. And as Gary Shandling said, oh, yes. your jokes are nothing but a vehicle to express who you are as a person. But he was deep so not then. only is it the bit, I'm then also trying to you know right. share who What's going what on? the fuck I am. Would you always rather perform here? Like, do you prefer going out of town, or is it just a completely? Oh, different I thought you vibe? were talking about here. I'm no. like, that's this is no. too on the spot. We gotta <laughs> no, no, not New York comedy. Some kind of just weird a, political test of loyalty. Sign in blood. <laughs> <laughs> um, you must post seven pictures to your Instagram from this club every week. Uh, <laughs> I like doing the road. I I like performing for anybody that'll listen. I think it just depends on if you're going into a an environment that wants comedy. Like, that's the tough thing, being at my level where I am quote-unquote headlining, and I am, but I'm headlining not the best rooms in the country, and it's pretty much, you know, fucking Tyrone, Pennsylvania, and like Belfont, yeah, Pennsylvania. Say, like, aren't there any places that just didn't get you at all? Like, no, is yeah, it- of co- yeah, there's people that, those places actually both were pretty great, or Tyrone was great, <laughs> Belfont was, was fine. Uh, but... Yeah, there's definitely places that, you know, but you adapt and you try, you get road strong and then you bring that back to the city and you have to scrub some of the road hack off of you while, (laughs) while keeping some of it, you know, it's like, it's, it's fucking, it's tough. Hmm. You have to shed some of the city when you go out on the road too. Yeah. Yeah. You get all referency. Yeah. Oh yeah, they don't have Literally. subways in Tyrone, Pennsylvania. Yeah. No, <laughs> not even a black person. Yeah, you gotta like take a shed a little of the liberalness. In some most places, when you go on the road, I don't know. I mean, it depends yeah. on how liberal your act is, but I mean, I'm talking about social no, shit. Yeah, mine's mine's not mine's not mine's not really political, and any social thing is is hidden within my yeah. what I say about myself or yeah, like yeah. my wife. Yeah. So it's just it's whether or not, but it is it is relatively intelligent. I'd like to think so. Some, versatile. Yeah, but sometimes people are like, huh. Like, like what? I mean, you what can go fuck? intelligent without being like, fuck the Republicans. Right, right. It, yeah, yeah. Of course, no, I totally agree. But even like, 
Brendan, you're you know, making you, me dizzy. You could can hear you my fucking down? album and nobody would be like, now that is a cerebral guy. <laughs> you know, there, there's certainly parts that are easy for anybody to fucking uh, comprehend. But still, I find going to certain shit kick areas, people are like, what the fuck you say, city boy? And it's like, no, that's... I had someone say to me one time, I was in uh, New Mexico, and the guy was like, after a show, he's like, I like that you didn't talk politics, but I can tell you're a Democrat because you mentioned CNN three times. Uh, in an hour. Funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got booed at, for, as CNN is one of my credits. I came up to the fucking stage. Really? Oh, boom. wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of my fucking credits. Yeah, I got them places. back though, I'm proud to say. That's but, hilarious. But I, I, I came on stage to booze. That's where you go. Just to let you know, I hate CNN too, and I'm happy to be here. <laughs> and that was North Carolina. That wasn't even real shit trash. <laughs> I had a guy say to me after the show, he goes, uh, me and my wife were YouTubing you guys, and uh, we were looking at your YouTube, and I said to my wife, you know, some guys uh, you just got to see in person, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I had somebody That's come like up to me after and go, "Are you sure you're not gay?" <laughs> that, was, that was my favorite. Yeah. That's this funny. girl came up and was like, "Are you sure you're not gay?" You're wearing platform you? sneakers and a fucking jean jacket. I you look are. Like a, you're like wearing I'm the trying to be an '80s. Bull. You look like a. Gay, you look like a gay American doll. Yeah. <laughs> They're like American girl doll. Kristen, who doesn't know she's gay. Is gay American doll a thing yet? Uh, I, I would assume so. Is. Yeah. Probably yeah. is. Yeah. How can you make a doll gay though? That's I'm sure there's not Charlie, cool. the the fucking you know, sorry, by gender. <laughs> How do you Child. make that doll yeah. stereotypes? You can't do that. That's awful. Yeah, you make them she, with stereotypes. She comes with testosterone pills. That would be that would just be a lawsuit waiting to happen, like a lesbian American doll <laughs> comes bad, right? with testosterone pills. How do you think I got so hairy? <laughs> she comes with a coupon for gender reassignment pills, surgery. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a coupon. Uh, <laughs> All right, do we want to do want to give them plugs today or? Yeah, if everyone go around, say plug. We'll, we'll start here. No, Never mind. No, 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 we won't. We'll start here. When does it come, come out? Come on, Garber. Uh, like so some, something in, right. in. Oh, uh, China International Comedy Festival, May 21st nice. to 29th. And New York Comedy Club's involved. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'll be out there doing shows and judging a competition, which nice. is always a lot of fun. A when gong show, out? if you will. <laughs> hey. When's this coming out? In like a month from now. Oh, all right. Uh. That'd actually cool. be a great idea. Not Get a bad, gong, right? and yeah. if they suck, just bang them off. <laughs> <laughs> so in a full month, Rosebud will be getting another touch-up of Botox. It takes six months. Shout Does it? out. Yeah. I feel like you just got one recently. Yeah, but I had to do a touch-up. Oh, okay. That's why I had to do it. Listen, my forehead is like nine feet long. I was like, you missed half of it. Like half of it was moving and half of it wasn't. Get out your like skin spackle. We got work to do. <laughs> uh, me, Brendan, and Fiend Dog are going out to L.A. June 25th through the 2nd. If you have shows, podcasts, or whatever, and you happen to listen to this show, uh, message us. We're all three funny comics. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and if you need any material me, to reference. I'm in their group chat. Well, yeah. <laughs> you still lack a penis. Right. Which is right. tough. <laughs> and buy my album. Oh. Uh, I oh I got a new podcast. It's called Two Less Lonely Girls. Me and Corinne Fisher stalk Justin Bieber, um, like legit stalk him. We're uh, we're gonna fly out his spin cycle instructor, his soul cycle instructor. Oh nice. Um, and uh, <laughs> this is really intense. It's really intense. His mom follows me on Twitter, so she's keeping an eye on things. Uh, it's generating some heat. So yeah, tune into that. That's funny. 
Um, I, I got <laughs> Brent, Brendan doesn't have anything to plug for May, I don't think. Mike just plugged all the LA stuff, so uh, I got a podcast called The Stupid Little Podcast, and um, yeah, just listen to that. What about your fucking Caroline's thing? This is coming out May 10th. Oh, I think you were on stage when he plugged it, but mid it's, co- it's going to be coming out before like a that. Bozo. It's going to be coming out before that. Wait, when is it? It's May 8th. Oh, yeah. So you said, yeah, so I'm not even going to Oh, whoops. Plug I it. plugged it on my Instagram for the wrong date. What did you say? May 11th. Oh, you, <laughs> All right. You Nobody fucking Jew. <laughs> Everyone's going to be at Caroline's on the wrong no. day. <laughs> That's so funny. That's uh, a- yeah, so just listen to my podcast. I don't have a podcast. <laughs> just Go, leave it where, at that. Where's your, where's your school <laughs> that people can come visit you at? I have podcast recommendations I can make. Uh, my schools are both... Both in East Harlem. Uh, you can visit me at either, each one, but but you better bring lunch. <laughs> Did I say that? Oh wait, I want to read my podcast too. Lost in America. I feel like you have to. In between, living in New York, you have to have a podcast. So, uh, just if you do comedy anywhere, exactly. a podcast yeah. or do you exist? Oh shit! I've been recording this whole thing. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> Backup. Well, so have we. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, remember, give us a five star review on iTunes. Send us a screenshot of that review to podcast at newyorkcomedyclub.com, and we. We'll send you free tickets.